TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now we're in a transition a little bit. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We, of course, are broadcasting live from The Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Thank them for their contribution, and thanks to everyone, uh, including Evan Thomas, gets us up and running and motivated and twitching every morning. And uh, David had a lot of fun calls and texts and emails. Most of all, thank you to everyone for listening on this Friday and all week. And thanks to our executive producer, that is Mr. Dustin William William Rhodes. You predicted 2420. Dustin predicts 2420. Now Bigsy comes in at 2420. Wow. 2420. Yeah. I mean, who's not keeping their eyes on their own paper here? It's got to be. It's got to definitely be Dustin. Whitney. Yeah, I would think it's probably Dustin. <laughs> that was just mean because he was the first guy up. But uh, it was, you know. Just cheap, easy stuff to say. Brandon, thank you, too. Thanks for everything. Make the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, we got uh, Zach Levine. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Is that today? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Is that today? today? It might have been. It's been a long time. We've been on the air for a couple days. Maybe a couple days. It's today tonight, right? Hey, it's a Layla Friday! (laughs) Yes! And we have the great Lawrence Holmes. Lawrence, bless you. Good morning. And there's no Dan Bernstein. Yeah, we were talking about Zach Levine coming back and yeah. what he would need to do, take fewer shots and be more willing defensively, and I just said the ultimate sacrifice. I thought you were going Zayman. So That's a – Oh. oh, yeah. He's Is that already, the first Zach that pops into your mind? He's Always. It's my guy. Number one in your heart. Yes. He's I was watched jo- a I, lot of bad baseball for us. And he's I mean, he and I have watched a lot of bad basketball together. I I had a moment last night because there wasn't a ton of sports that I was like engaged yes. in. I watched a little bit of Victor Wembanyama and yes. he's amazing. So I'm I'm looking around at the, some of the streaming networks and Prime since you know I'm kind of programmed mm-hmm. on a Thursday night to go to Prime. I went to Prime knowing there was no football game. I watched the documentary on the blind side the movie oh cnn did a documentary on the blind side and it's pretty good the actor that played michael orr was in it they talked to michael orr's family so it gives you a different perspective on the whole thing but i texted zach last night because inside of michael orr's recruitment they kept talking about how he was like a really good basketball player too and basketball was kind of more of his passion than football and they show him watching a clip of Sammy Mejia and DePaul basketball in like 2008. And I was like, there's two seconds of it. Obviously, like I would recognize it. And you can hear the announcers saying Sammy Mejia's name. And I immediately texted Zach and said, 
This is the height of DePaul basketball being in this documentary. And that's sad. Demons win! Damn right. Well, not not so much this year. He hasn't said that a lot this year. Not so much this not year. Not a lot to celebrate. Welcome to conference when you've only won two games out of conference or whatever it is. It's bad. Yeah. They won uh, a game in the Big East a couple years ago in the tournament. That was pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, la- last ago. year I in the Big East tournament, they were actually they were a compelling story. Yeah, they In were. the Big East tournament last year. But, no. Like, they beat Louisville this year which is probably going to get the coach at Louisville fired, which a lot of people thought should be the coach at DePaul. And coach at DePaul that. still might get fired. I, He's on yes. the clock. I, yes. PB I would, talk about I would that. think that yeah. three years without any success would put you in the crosshairs of someone. Do you remember when NBC Sports Chicago, it was CSN, I think, at that point, still Comcast Sportsnet, did a really good piece. I had just gotten there. This was by no means anything I had something to do with about – why DePaul basketball wasn't better. And it was like a multi-series piece. Mm. And it was really actually, it wasn't just DePaul. It was the state of Illinois as a whole. I do remember that. And uh, they talked to a lot of AAU teams and high school coaches. And it really resonated, I think, with a lot of people because I heard about it for years from, like, other people I meet. It's inconceivable, and it doesn't make sense because of all of the high school talent in the city. The world is very different now. Um, that's that to me is like the part of the reason. The other reason is that there's been multiple bad choices to run the program, but yeah. it used to be when when we're talking about the days of DePaul being independent, and then the early days of like the Great Midwest Conference and all of that stuff. Th- that it was a place that people really revered because of what Ray Meyer and to a certain extent Joey Meyer had built mm-hmm. there. I was a student when. Things started to go sideways for Joey, and people wanted him out. And then it's just been bad decision after bad decision, along with it. You have coaches from all over the country now just coming to Chicago. And if you have a an ordinary or maybe even pretty good coach here, and he wants the same recruit that Mike Krzyzewski wants, where's that guy going? Corey Maggette's going to go there. You know, like it's 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 a really like layer discussion on how it's devolved. A couple of my students did some really great pieces on the history of it. And because that's one of the things that I find fascinating in the classroom is those kids have no idea. Right. They they have they have no concept uh, of DePaul being good. Well, I also think conference has something to do with it. When you change conferences. That's exactly the discussion that people had in Texas when Texas A&M first went to the SEC. It decimated the state of Texas recruiting staying in the state. And that's what happens is I think a lot when you change conferences and when other conferences realign, you lose a lot of it. There's no question, I think, that it is multi-layered. There's a lot of lack of just doing the recruiting work. It takes time and effort. There's so much did okay. <laughs> the Ramblers did okay. You're right. And that's the other factor, actually. Since 2018, you know, DePaul's being compared to Loyola in relative terms. And that's difficult because the dynamics are different. Yeah. But I think the decision, it is it is complicated, and, and, and there are a lot of layers to it. But not making the right choice as a head coach, it starts there. Because what you said, your players are choosing between, and you mentioned Shashevsky. There are other coaches that come in. Yes. What coach can counter that kind of gravitas? What coach can have that kind of cachet? They haven't hired that guy 
ever. Ever. And, and then they make they're they're also like bad choices that end up cascading. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't want to recruit Dwayne Wade, even though Dwayne Wade wanted to play at DePaul. And then he ends up at Marquette and he ends up terrorizing you for three years at Marquette. And then when there are other people in the area that, that ask him about DePaul or Marquette, he says, well, maybe you should go to Marquette. Definitely don't go to DePaul. And it, and it perpetuates and it keeps going and going and going. And you don't have anyone that can kind of stem the tide. And, oh, well, my thing is going to be I'm going to get a bunch of transfers in here. That okay, a, that's that, cool. That, why can't why can't DePaul be Marquette? That is a really because, good question. Because of the budget. Done very well. Budget? Mar- Marquette's basketball yeah. budget has the last time I saw it reported their basketball budget is second in the nation they they spend money on all these things that Layla's right. talking about like Shaka Smart like Shaka has Smart. access to a private plane like there's that they spent money on their facilities they they built this thing up and now it's got a brand yeah it, it should be DePaul should be able to be Marquette and I don't even like there are a lot of people that are mad at them because they're in the Big East that doesn't bother me they're in a conference filled with schools that are exactly like them like everywhere you look it's the same school so with DePaul tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports clock at four Donchich the step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Better off leaving the conference? No. They'd be no. worse off leaving the conference well, because they, then they are because of the, of, of the state it's in now. But ideally, isn't that the conference that you would be best a best fit for? Oh, yes. yes, you're in but, the conference yeah. with I'm all saying, of like minded yes. schools. If you can't compete, but if you in can't the compete, you gotta you gotta adjust. That's it's all. a shame they can't compete. But, but I think of like what happened when all the schools from the valley moved away. Yeah, and it's it's hurt yeah. the schools that remain in the conference. You want to be in the biggest name conference you can be. No yes, question. so because you're getting all the money and and the Baylor exposure. Used to be the doormat of the Big Twelve, and look how that turned out. You, you, if you're Baylor had to... a guy kill another guy. Well, I mean well, that. That program got resurrected by by some really uh, smart people, and now look at it. It's every year it is right there at the top. It had a lot of donors. It's got a lot of donor money. Donor money and smart coach that you know isn't a a criminal or isn't you know trying to hide criminality. That that helps too. Go get yourself a Drew. A Drew will help you build your program back. What do you guys got? Today, we are going to spend some time at the beginning of the show talking about the Kevin Warren piece. Like, we're going to actually talk about it from, on two different fronts. Like, our reaction to it and then kind of the journalistic conversation. Right, we're going to do that. We're going to have uh, the solid wall of sound. We're moving up to 11 instead of 1 today because Caitlin Sharkey is going to be in studio with us at 1 o'clock. And we're going to talk Bears and her interview with Justin Fields and all sorts of stuff with her. Great stuff. Have all a great guys. show. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 